Carter. Can we have a microphone check, please? Testing? Check. Check. Test. Test check. Test, test. housekeeping items or executive session requests? I think we need to add uh, to executive session, uh, as if it's not long enough, a 1F. 1F? As well. Okay. Madam Mayor, I'd also like to My intention was just to get an update because we haven't heard anything in the last couple of months. Okay. Yeah, we decided we needed some clarification in there so that there wouldn't be ambiguity. So that's mainly what um, what we're going to be talking about. If you want to add it to your agenda. No, that would be fine as long as it's in progress as, as Mike said. Okay. The wheels of government move slowly. All right, um, approval of the agenda. Madam Mayor, I move to approve the agenda as being one amended added item. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay, motion carries. Are there any visitor comments on non-agenda items? Hearing none, 
We'll move to our regular reports. The Sheriff's Report, Commander Locke. That's it for the stats. Um, I am. I gave Stephanie a call today. I'm going to meet with the chamber next week to make sure we got a proper staffing plan for Wednesday day. We want to look to be significantly more uh, folks in town, which is good, obviously. But we want to make sure we're staffed correctly for it. Uh, we got our game team going to be out, and then depending on what the anticipated attendance for this concert is, we may increase that. So we'll see that goes. That's all I have. I have one question. Uh, malicious mischief and the vehicle problems were those in a specific area of town or just kind of all over a little bit all over uh, two of the vehicle problems were the same night in the same area and the rest of those reports were kind of spread out so were you able to arrest anything or arrest anything on that just on the one um, where the, the firearm was stolen the other ones are lying to make arrests those are probably pretty tough to, to solve unless they're video or mm -hmm. some sort of witness we, in the one where we Recovered the firearm, we're actually a witness. We were able to track that back and, and make the arrest on that and recover the firearm. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, chamber reports. Good evening, Madam Mayor, City Councilors, City Staff, pleasure again to be with you again tonight. Um, so, in front of you, apologize it was not in this packet, um, is both um, the reporting statistics, um, our July reports, and then I've also included a what is soon to be um, published density fund directory, directory available to the density community. Um, we'll go ahead and start off with the report um, packet, and then I'll talk more about the fund directory. Um, Momentarily. So, reporting statistics for July um, Facebook, we reached 16,700. Engagements, 9,400. 9, Facebook new followers, 249. Current uh, recipients for the e newsletter, uh, 582. Website clicks, 481. And we currently have 129 followers on Instagram. Um, other main changes 
Uh, for this front page visitor information center, we had 128 visitors for the month of July. Um, so that is, again, just steady incline, which we like to see. Um, and then we gained some, some new members, um, new business members for the chamber. So um, that is really the changes for first page. Moving to uh, the more, again, meat of the statistics and reports. Um, first thing I'd like to request um, is to do Event City Day's presentation at the City Council's next meeting. Um, so that way they can go a little bit more into detail of what the community can expect for Event City Days. I'm happy to answer logistical questions now, um, but to really dive in deep um, about what is gonna, I believe, which will be that weekend. agenda. Um, moving to the Ben City phone directory that's in front of you. Very exciting. Uh, our team at the Chamber and our director of PR has done a great job uh, putting this together. So as you will see in front of you, um, we have the phone directory. In the blue pages in front, we have all the local service contact information, nonprofit organizations, who to contact for different electrical plumbing issues, um, electronics, our youth organizations, our churches, government breakdown, um, and then I'll move into resident contact information, which is provided by the Mid-Columbia um, Telephone Directory. That is a partnership that the Chamber um, has always had, and they provide that information as part of its uh, partnership. So that contact information, again, was provided by them. Uh, once we move past that, you will find information on the school the school district's calendar um, we thought it was important to include for those that have never seen the directory before statistics about Benton City our population um, makeup um, and just you know other facts and figures when we were founded what our population size is uh, then we've got our city map our map of Benton City wineries and vineyards and then on the back, um, just want to give a shout out to city staff, Margaret, Paula, Stephanie, they've been great um, keeping us updated with registered um, businesses in Benton City. So that is where this contact information came from. Uh, so gives a breakdown of Benton City businesses. And then this year, um, because it is new leadership at the chamber, and this is the first time that we're kind of upscaling our production of this, uh, we included free advertisements for chamber members, and if other businesses wanted to advertise in the directory, um, they had the opportunity to do so. So um, we have our businesses featured ads on the back, and then a chamber travel ad in the, the back page. And that's the directory this year. Um, so this will be um, chamber, chamber business members as well as the city um, will have copies on hand. They'll be sold to the public. Um, we're going to decide that at the upcoming meeting, but I think it's going to be like $3, a dollar just to cover the paper costs. Um, but again, it'll be at Benton City Businesses. It'll be um, at the Chamber of Visitor Information Center for those individuals who would like to purchase it for a very nominal cost. Um, any questions about the directory? Perfect. Um, visitor Information Center, um, we've refinished our branding. Um, 
and really nothing new as far as just continually updating uh, our brochure um, and as well as our brochure kiosk that's outside of the building. Um, the all community leadership meeting, I would like to seek if there's a representative of city council who would like to help with the planning of that. Um, I know that there was discussion at our chamber meeting about it, um, but I want to make sure that both what I and the chamber have envisioned for this meeting, as well as what the city has goals about, you know, we can work together to make sure that we're accomplishing um, and that this is an effective meeting for both parties. So if there's anybody interested in helping with planning that. When you said that, what are you referring to? The all community leadership meeting, uh, <coughs> which at last meeting, uh, city council said that December was a good day to shoot for as opposed to August, just with the timeline of everything. And so then shooting for the rest of December. <coughs> So this was part of the scope of work um, under part of our required, you know, community activities engagement. Um, we thought it was important, and the intention behind this meeting is to get all the different community partners into one room, really identify the key areas of improvement for our community, um, be it community engagement, events, um, business development, uh, school district involvement. Parks and recreational development, things like that, highlighting some really key topics um, to discuss. Then, you know, I think the intention was, you know, the result of that meeting, there were going to be some committees formed, there's going to be some leadership, um, and it's going to be a continual, you know, developing, you know, discussion. So that's the that's what the envision is, and so I just want to make sure that if there's also This isn't going to be a chamber-heavy event whatsoever. I mean, this okay. is really more to talk about larger than city picture items. So, and that's why the intent and it, you know, from the time that this has been put in there, that max representative speaking for an organization was going to be limited to two or three, so that this didn't feel chamber-heavy. It didn't feel city-heavy. It it's going to feel then city-heavy. And so, um, again, this isn't. We'll we'll definitely do like we talked about chamber specific, you know, what can we grow, what can we improve, and how does that look into a 2020, you know, contract with the city, but um, that's separate to this kind of, and so, again, if there's somebody who's wanting to assist us with planning this, I'm 
Morgan. Welcome to Anyway, so if, if there's a representative of the city council who would like to help with these events, uh, that'd be great. Um, otherwise, we'll kind of continue with the next one, which is the plans as is. Um, moving to five-year plans, um, again, I plan to uh, present that in your packets, um, I want to say by the, the latest at November. Um, that way, we have a full month um, to review that prior to any sort of contract discussion and that we can really make sure that the goals of our organization and the goals that you have of us are aligned. Um, so again, that will be in November. And then again, for the there was discussion um, about a community volunteer recognition reception, um, and dinner or award ceremony. I just want to make sure prior to presenting an amendment um, to our contract that uh, there was some discussion or Um, so things that we finished since the last time that I reported to you, we finished our Ben City Shop local campaign, um, the first um, campaign of that. We were very happy, it went very well. Uh, we had over $10,300 worth or of receipts collected in, by shopping in Benton City, so that's 103 uh, receipt tickets. And I think National Night Out went very well. Uh, it was very well attended, I think the band was a hit. Um, I wanna thank both the city, um, for their, their representatives, for the police and fire departments pulling out all the bells and whistles um, and all the community groups that we have there. Um, we know what needs to, to happen to make it better and bigger next year, um, but overall I think it was a success. What kind of things did you find out that you needed to? I think that there's some elements like Volunteers would be great, um, but I think that uh, having more chamber-sponsored activities to where we're more in control of some important dynamics of the event itself, um, such as like kids activities, um, sometimes classes, things like that, um, to where that there's an organization behind it that's being you know held accountable to provide certain you know things to do. very happy for the people that we had volunteer um, and participate at this event and yeah, it'd be good next year. I thought it was great to see everybody that came and talked to the hospital, you know, people and police and the fire department and the wheelhouse and all the, all the people that brought, you know, as well as the chamber, you know, passing out the food and, you know, interacting. So I think those that came really had a great experience and also the band was, was good. I mean, the teachers showed us new games. I thought that those that attended really got, you know, great service and opportunities. And I think it's just, you know, gonna grow. And last year we had some, this year we have a little bit more. And I don't know whether, what other venue or avenues do you think we should explore or do wanna explore for um, advertising? Advertising? I mean, definitely written and, um, Um, looking at the different cities who have 
done this in temporary successful national line now. Um, sometimes they've expanded their hours. We only had a two-hour event. Some have three and four hours to accommodate people who work later, who get off earlier, who have commitments on you know, a weeknight. Um, I think that's something certainly that we can look at doing. Um, but again, I think that, you know, well, like you said, um, everybody who participated, um, as well as hopefully different crews, um, did a great job and very hopeful for us. Too. Yeah. Last thing I have on the report um, is just that we've got the ventilated flyer. Um, we have the um, chamber's meeting minutes, the treasurer's report for July. Really all of our focus right now is um, dedicated towards Benton City Days. And then um, just the next month, we've got the downtown trick-or-treat event, which um, I'll talk about more after Benton City Days is um, finished up. But maybe you guys are going to be very excited for where we are going. So. And I love this advertisement. Where is the James Otto concert going to be held? The football field. Oh, is it? Okay, it is. all right. Officially announced. So. All right, awesome. It's official. I like that. It is official. Tickets are on sale today. Okay. Yeah, we have them online now, so. That's um, an option. What <laughs> are the options? So we did um, get an online registration so you can get pre-sale tickets. Um, that's through Eventbrite, and then you can also pick them up, and we can help uh, do online registration with you if you come into the chamber office. So um, we can certainly do that. Pre-sale tickets um, for the stadium side, L seating uh, is $10 pre-sale, 15 at the door. Uh, general admission where you're on the, the actual field itself, uh, $20 pre-sale, 25 at the door. We'll have both chairs available, um, but if you wanted to bring blankets, if you wanted to bring your own lawn chairs, um, whatever you'd like to, to sit on, you're more than welcome to. We have the space available for that. Um, there is also the option for organizations or businesses if they wanted to get a VIP booth, um, get a meet and greet with James Otto. Uh, that's also available, and that's something that um, James and his um, group wanted to do as well. So we have that option available. Knocker Ballers pulling out all their bells and whistles. They've got a big blow up Knocker Ball Arena. It's got a huge slide. They've got a bouncy house. So there are also positions for kids to do um, in the facility as well. And then we have space for our three youth vendors as well as um, any sort of fun it's um, I, I'm very excited and hopeful that the Ben City Days planning committee um, gets all the, the kudos I mean we've we've had a steady base of about 10 to 15 key um, community volunteers who have helped plan this event and um, from the very get-go before I even started back in February they were meeting um, took the advice of what lessons learned from last year were
I did fill in for that meeting, like uh, Stephanie had said. Uh, pretty much the people that were there from like uh, Richland, West Richland, and Kenneth was even there, and then people from the county were actually, they, they weren't elected officials that were there, they were actually city staff members that were there at that meeting, so I mean, it doesn't matter to me Did you feel when you were going to that meeting that you maybe had a better understanding by going as the maintenance person? Well, kind of because we knew it was, I mean, our, you know, from 
we recycle to mm-hmm. you know, Taco Griffin from the Recycle Center to, you know, the actual building or dumping in the city and just kind of pre-planning like that. So, like I said, I, I haven't obviously, I was just there the one time and, you know, we got, they're putting together a new plan and we did get them some information that they needed from Denton City and, you know, just from billing. So, but yeah, I think that there's, we've been following it for sure. Actually, to tell you the truth, it's only about four times a year because they cancel most of winter. <laughs> That's why no one ever goes, is because they cancel so often that nobody knows when it's coming up. So, and I know last winter they went almost all winter with not a meeting. So. now we're moving to items for approval. Um, the first item is the second reading of Ordinance 1005, amending the Denton City Municipal Code Section 2.30 on property acquisition. Madam Mayor, I move to approve on a second reading Ordinance 1005 of the City of Benton City, Washington, amending Section 2.30.070, Acquisition of Real Property. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Motion carries. Resolution number 2019-21, authorizing the mayor to sign a Benton PUD Streetlight Maintenance Agreement. Madam Mayor, I move to approve resolution number 2019-21, authorizing the mayor of Benton City to sign the interlocal cooperative agreement with the public, public utility district number one of Benton County for streetlight maintenance. Second. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Motion carries. Resolution 2019-22, uh, authorizing the mayor to sign the PUD Developers Agreement. So, can I get some background on yes, this? Let's have a discussion. So, this, this agreement is um, <coughs> to our Forsman project. So, this is to extend power to the new uh, lift station location as part of that. So, this is separate from the bid for the project.
the mayor, I move to approve resolution 2019-22, authorizing the mayor of the city of Jackson City to sign a developer's agreement with the public utility district number one of Jackson County. Second.
things and really this this plan was already in place and so there's some things that were in there from years past that rolled over into this plan and there are some things we tweaked in, tweaked and added and things that were already done that got taken care of that were put in the hospital also. Okay. Thanks for your update. Resolution 2019-24, authorizing the mayor to sign on-call contract with Total Energy Management. So this contract um, is um, basically Total Energy Management offered by Smallworks Foster, and they provide um, electrical support for our lift stations and wells um, and for like our, our telemetry. So they have the background working specifically with our um, systems. And so with the addition of the um, updates with the fourth main, um, we're putting this contract, asking to have this contract put in place with them because of their background specifically. And, um, and then they'll be on call for um, those repairs as needed. So we've been currently using them until this point? <coughs> Second. Roll call, please. Councilman Sadie? Yes. Councilman Lopez? Yes. Councilman Sombrero? Yes. Councilman Coates? Yes. Councilman Milkwood? Yes. <coughs> okay. Motion carries, and we are in business with our Resolution 2019-25, authorizing the mayor to sign the boundary line adjustment application for the skate park. Is there any discussion on this first? Yeah, I'd like to. I remember when we were thinking about expanding, and then as we looked to expand, we realized that we were actually encroaching a little bit on their property. That was a disappointing enlightenment. So tell us, um, sold and what's what's the plan just to do the boundary adjustment that's it we don't at this, do anything else at this point yes that's it this is offering authorizing um the mayor to to apply with the city for the boundary line adjustment and then to get it recorded to fix that um property line um issue um the new owners wanting to move forward with this um and so i think 
to demonstrate for both of us. And then after this is done, um, and then prioritizing our park situation, then we can look at moving forward with some skate park improvements. And I, you know, I recognize that, I mean, I've been talking to some of the skaters and some ideas that they had for like the tennis court area, because we know that Pete's crafting and the steel is more than enough to hold it. Um, but I kind of didn't think any more about that area because I knew that we were going for grants and and so some other things kind of came in more became more time sensitive and, and we we had to be able to have the money to match but I don't want us to forget about the skate park and I noticed that we had a little bit more money in our in our parks and in our budget as each month money has been coming towards that. So thank you. So I move to approve this resolution. 2019-25, a resolution authorizing the mayor of the city of Benson to take such steps as are necessary and advisable to implement the boundary line adjustment between the Benton City Archie Borden Park Skate Park and the adjacent property owner. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Motion carries. Um, the next item, item seven, is the project award of the downtown parking striping. So yeah, it went out to we went out to bid for the downtown striping like we talked about before, and then also in that bid, we were gonna we're gonna strike Sun Valley Way. Um, we'll get a center striping and parking on either side now that the parking stall is done. So went out to bid. We only ended up getting the the one bid, which. Uh, is within our what we have budgeted for striping and you know, we should be should be good to go to have strike right get that taken care of before the weather changes and get it done here pretty quickly so thank you for your work on that one and madam mayor i move to award the downtown parking striping and some valley striping project stripe rating in the amount of eight thousand four hundred twenty eight dollars and zero four cents second Project acceptance. Oh, sorry. Change order number three: Sun Valley Way reconstruction project. So this will be the the third and final change order, just to kind of button everything up and bring everything to exactly what the costs were before we accept the project. So, um, as you guys can see on there, we got some prices that got decreased, and then also some prices that were increased with the haul off, but we only had a Construction project reducing mobilization costs with increasing grinding removal costs for an increase of $894.98, bringing the total project cost to $218,339.98. Second. Roll call, please. Councilman Roper? Abstain. Councilman Sandretta? Yay. Councilman Sadie? Yes. Councilman Cope? Yes. Okay, 
Mrs. Leto, I guess it's, no, but we got, no. the, we got the project as FFM oh. first. Okay. John Valley Wade. Um, However, I've got some questions. Um, I, I was at Sarasota last evening in July, and reading through the minutes, it looks like there was a couple things that, that we they hadn't done that we were going to have them do. Have they completed yep. all of those things that we're looking for? It's all done. Okay. All taken care of. Okay, and everything looks good? Mm -hmm. And you're happy with it? Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't have to incur a fine or anything? Nope. They got it good. done? So do you want them to remove that option or do you want I would prefer that the cantilever option until we had it in Florida first. Yeah. Okay, we can mention that and see. I mean we're not accepting any any of this, it's not really I mean we're just just the report. Just the report. Well, right. Yeah, yeah. I think to, to look at it, to if somebody were to take that plan and run with it in the future, I, I, I think that option is 
time I can make a comment on that. I know from the low vision angle, I would never touch that bridge as it is now, or even if you put five feet out there, too many semis would just come on over and, and that's just too much of a risk. item I'm bringing up because um, I've gotten oh, a number of 
people worried about the uh, speeding on 7, especially at 5 o'clock. And um, also on Bath, where it turns into Fort Connecticut. It's like those two streets are just speedways now. And even just on Monday, I was going a little bit slow learning construction. And the guy behind me just blaring and blaring and blaring the horn. And I was still going like 20, you know, but I sped back up and he just went around me. He must have been doing 60. Wow. So I really think that it would be a good idea for us to get some more of those speed signs that mm -hmm. develop those main roads and put them on those freeways as well. So I'm just throwing it out to get a feel for what you think. How much was the lady who spoke this to you? Like $4,000. Problem is we probably have to be looking into something different because those speed signs have <coughs> an area that they want at least 200 feet of no traffic. So both them roads have parking on each side of the road. There's going to be cars that are parked there. You know, there's sidewalk, there's every, so there's gonna be shoved off the road quite a bit. And then, so if those, if people are parking down the road in front of those, it's probably not gonna pick up like it does on the main road. We got, we got a clear view all the way down the road. So it'd probably have to be, if we do it, to look into a, possibly a different type of sign that maybe better suits for a residential area than <coughs> what we do out there. Cause I know reading through that, when we set that, there was definitely a clear, clear sight of no obstruction that that sign needed to get that thing rebuilt. <coughs> Have we noticed whether the sign on Main Freeway has helped slow down traffic at all? Oh, I'm sure it has. Yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> Have, we, Have we noticed it? Is yes. it true? It, 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 it has helped slowed a you lot. down. <laughs> I felt it. Uh, I, 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 I He was doing 30, 35, he's like, oh, and he's down to 20, and I'm like, come on, man, a little bad. Um, but I think signs are, are very good, and they, they do bring people's attention, especially with that bright, flashy color. Um, I was actually going to bring it up that I think we need one on the opposite end of town. Absolutely. Which is up by the store. Yeah, and not yet. We've started just this one. We're, we're going to start with this one, and right. that works. And we that works for next year. Yeah, that was the next one. When we did the DOT agreement, we put that in the agreement that there potentially would be another one added, so we didn't have to go through a long, drawn-out process again for that. So we don't need any amendments for asylum for right. Right. There would be a permanent fix, but the sheriff's department does have a trailer that can park there.
what do they do? You know, do they do speed humps? Do they do, you know, what are the progressions? Um, talking to most other cities, what they do, they have, they have traffic counters, which also, with the, the strips they lay across the road and the tubes that count traffic, but also do um, speeding. So they say, usually what happens is they'll go out and put those out for a couple weeks and they say usually what happens either one, the majority of traffic is not speeding, it's just the homeowner's perception that they're going faster. Um, or what will happen is that there will be a speeder, but it's usually one or two people and it's like clockwork every day that they speed. So they then <laughs> take that and give that right to you. Yellows, 
school zone children present watch group yeah. children present those three annoying yellow ones mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah where we can tie it to the school district property yes yes absolutely and then tell uh, whoever on 13th <laughs> yeah obviously there's the other piece with the fire trucks that would probably break that street up enough that they'd slow that down and as far as seven the only thing i can think of there is maybe if there's some sort of redesign over there at some point put some sort of slogan could we do a children present sign in that area since they have so many kids in that park well i talked with carl about a crossing there at the library and that, that one was there before and they flash and light and he said he would reinstate that flashing light so that will at least help but coming up to it yeah you know I, you still need um what's got that hill of the marijuana revenue distribution and I asked that this be put on there because um, a month or so ago Lisa had talked about the uh, what is that called the coalition for healthy living or something yeah that's the and I said that we probably had some funds that could be targeted to education because what I remember in the marijuana rules was that if we got money, part of that had to be um, geared toward education, drug education. So, um, is that under 502 or is that a county? It was under 502, but it was a state disbursement. The excise tax that we're currently collecting is theoretically allocated towards us directly, but we could reallocate that anywhere we want. Well, I just thought if um, if there were some specific events or something, it's not a lot of money that we have, but at the same time, if uh, the coalition wanted to put on some special events or something, maybe we could divert some of that to education purposes. So are you looking at the excise tax, that $1,979 yeah. dollar amount? Yeah. Could, does it have to go to a, a nonprofit? No, right now it's going to pay the sheriff's department. Is it possible we could somehow split it between the coalition and possibly ADNI if it's possible because with the amount of- Yeah, uh, because they have the private. That's why I'm saying, can, can it private? <coughs> they are private? Or are they? My understanding is that they are. My understanding. Okay. That's good thinking though that they be creative about how you get them into the funds. Because they are actually doing quite a bit of drug and alcohol um, meetings, education, and just so much stuff through Adnine. So um, they, I know that somebody came twice to our meetings and they all invited to come more because we do have um, support days and, and many other locations directly, but we have training. So if somebody joined us, they could take the training um, and get some money to bring them up to so, spend. So the coalition actually receives a grant to function as a, and so there's money allocated So I guess this would be if the 
so we wanted to enter into some sort of a contract with the coalition specifically for something. Um, I mean that right now it's that with all of our criminal justice and public safety tax and everything goes directly to the sheriff. Um, offset that, which then frees up other money in our general fund for other things. But it's the council's discretion as long as it is for a lawful purpose. I don't think the coalition should ask for it. I mean, right now we got a grant, so we're doing okay, and we're looking to see how to get things organized to to better your place and have um, little stickers and variety of drinks and such as, um, what's the thing at the Pasa Medical Hospital where they install everyone? Uh, oh, yeah. And so like a permanent one, so the coalition would pay for that, but go into an, a united agreement with Pasa Hospital. And then they're giving us stickers and I don't know what a few other events that we would take back. Oh, sorry. Sorry, if the intention is just because you brought up Bad Guy, um, very close to my friend's office. So, um, <laughs> so what I was just, I was just throwing that out there as far as resources to help with the coalition and Bad Guy potentially together, maybe utilizing the coalition and then the coalition then helping. I know that specifically a lot of the needs are for bus cars for helping transportation for bed city residents for two treatment two treatment facilities two interviews to um, you know the different like Pasco shelters and things like that um, it's those types of resources and matching funds that are of assistance so the coalition through this um, revenue distribution allotment could be a partnership of some sort just an idea yeah um Also, I went to a fundraiser on Thursday for my friend's place. And oh. are they a nonprofit? Because I participated in that. They are. They are. And I was well, by them. And, our, and many of our students at our school and people in our community um, use that age 13 to 18. So I don't know if that'd be something we could think about using the money for if we agreed with the council. Are we allowed to do that, Stephanie? Is it a nonprofit or does it, there are other.
taking a portion of this yearly $500 or so to put back for that, but I think would be a good idea as well. Good idea. And I mean, I would, I would love, I'll find out from Ben Franklin, but I don't think we can get public fund money for passes, but I know my friend's place also said they would love bus passes. And I, I would love it if we could just buy bus passes with it and put it in the hands of organizations that could give to the people that really need to get to the facilities and services they need. I mean, that would really spread far. Well, when you get a DUI, you also get your license taken away. So if you're on alcohol treatment, how are you gonna get to your treatment? That's sometimes twice a week, sometimes every day, you know, at once a month or whatever, but if you've lost your license for getting that DUI, you know, you're relying on your friends or the bus. Yeah. And as economical as the bus is, it's not always economical when you're not very wealthy. Right. Or having social problems or issues. Or you going into town to get your GED. I mean, you need that transportation for sure. Uh, yeah. I'd love if we could buy two, two grand worth of bus passes with people that need it. Well, I think we've got a lot of ideas, and um, hopefully uh, next council meeting we can have a list of items or something that we can think about. Okay, um, that concludes our open meeting portion, and I will adjourn the meeting, and we'll go into executive session for how long?